Welcome, friends, to the Someone Gets Me podcast. I am your host, Diane Allen, and I am so delighted that you're here. This podcast was created because I believe there is a visionary leader inside each one of us who is waiting to be seen. In each episode of Someone Gets Me, you will hear useful tips from successful visionaries who will share their stories about how being seen has allowed them to take their vision out into the world with action. When loneliness won't leave you alone. Welcome everybody. I want to talk today about loneliness and persistent loneliness. A lot of people talk about being lonely, maybe in feeling lonely when nobody's home for the night. Or I've had people at workshops tell me they stay in relationships because they're afraid to be alone and lonely. But I want to talk today about persistent loneliness, that loneliness that will not go away. Or it seems like you might get a little short reprieve and then it's back and sometimes even stronger. Now, I have suffered with this deep level of loneliness on and off in my life since I was a young girl. I remember when I was maybe five, six years old, something like that, where I I was just always felt alone. I was different than everyone else and I knew it somehow. I didn't have a sense of belonging or connection to others around me. I remember even asking my family if maybe I was adopted, even though I looked just like my mother. It wasn't that. I wasn't unhappy on the outside. But deep on the inside, there was this sorrow, this loneliness, this heavy sadness. And I have no idea where it came from. It was just there. I was very intense and very sensitive and very focused and heavy and smart. I was all of those things that gifted kids are. And I was lonely, real lonely. And I worked, we've been working with people my whole career now over four decades on developing a sense of belonging, to heal deep sorrow, to heal deep loneliness, to heal complicated grief, things that seem to follow us around. Because loneliness comes from these things. It comes from feeling disconnected from our source feeling disconnected from why we're even sucking air here on earth, feeling disconnected from our, the people, you know, our family, our, some people call it their tribe, but where do we belong? Where do we fit in? I even wrote a book about where do we fit in and gave all the different kinds of people names so that you could see that we all do fit in. We're all valuable. It's like a big puzzle. And when there's that deep sorrow and deep loneliness and it just won't leave you alone, sometimes things get really hard. Yeah, they do. I know, I've lived it. Sometimes there's really strong depression or an existential angst or those kinds of things where I'm not, you're not depressed like in the in typical sense maybe, but it feels depressing. You know, there's a despair maybe. So... If any of this is resonating with you about loneliness, it won't leave you alone. There are some things to do. First of all, understand you're not alone. You're not alone. You know, I used to think I was totally alone and I was the only one who ever felt all of these things. And the truth is that's not the case. 
I've since gone to a couple of high school reunions and even talked to some of my old high school friends and they felt, they were feeling the same thing that I was feeling at the same time, but we didn't even know it. It looked different. So all of us, I think, go through these deep times where loneliness follows us around. It won't leave us alone. I think sometimes it's because we might maybe have a high spiritual calling. You know, I know I'm highly intuitive. I know that I have a lot of spiritual gifts that I never understood, and I'm not even sure I understand them all now. But that makes things a little different for me. So maybe part of the loneliness is that. Now there's also complicated grief that can cause loneliness and won't leave you alone. And for me, grief is a conflicting mass of human emotion that, fo- that follows any significant change of behavior. Complicated grief is when there's lots of changes that have all been dumped on you without time to heal, resonate, rectify, integrate, whatever is happening. And we live in a society and in a culture that over the past many decades, especially recently, there has been no real time to step out of the whirlwind and heal the grief. Heal the fact that we have had to change drastically our behaviors, who we trust, what we believe in, how to do things, all of these things. That's grief. So you can even feel grief if you make a really positive, great change, like getting married or getting engaged or having a baby. Grief comes after that because it's the feeling that happens, the conflicting mass of feelings that happen after we change any significant behavior. So it's not just if somebody dies or if there's something wrong. We feel grief when we make a change, even for the better. And we miss that in this culture. And so we can sit there and go, oh, I feel really guilty because I I feel sad and I feel alone and I feel grief right now. So the person starts isolating themselves. I've worked with several new mothers who had a lot of conflicting emotion after having their babies they loved their babies. They were connected to their babies, but there was also all of these other emotions and they were afraid to say something because they didn't want to be a bad mother. They had all of the stigma in the world and that complicated grief over time separated them, created a bigger loneliness pocket in their world than necessary. So that's what I want to talk about today is how to not get stuck in the spiral and the downward death spiral of loneliness that will not leave you alone. There's also the loneliness that has to do with belonging, like looking around and going, I don't even know if I belong here. And a lot of gifted people don't really belong where they're stuck, you know, and that's okay. I mean, I'll go around sometimes at my life and go, I don't really belong here. And now I've created a world where I belong. It took a while though to sort that out and to give myself permission to understand that my normal, what's important to me is different than what's important to other people. And that's totally okay. So let's talk a little bit about what to do when loneliness won't leave you alone. Because sometimes I even feel lonely. Like I recently moved. Um, I only have one friend really in the town I'm in. And sometimes I have a longing for a connection to somebody, a deeper longing and a deeper connection That has nothing to do with whether I'm alone or what's going on in the outside world. It's deep in my soul. And it can sound like and it can feel like being lonely. And 
sometimes it's part of our evolution, of our transformation, of our healing process. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to remind you one thing. Well, a couple of things I'm going to remind you. But one big thing is life is not linear. Meaning it's not like a straight line. It's not. It goes in circles. Seasonal. Circles. Like a slinky. Yeah. So if you say, well, you know, I've healed that issue, this thing. And now it's back again. So either I must have not done didn't heal it right to start with, or why is it back? Like, what did I do wrong? And I'm here to tell you, you did nothing wrong. When we go around in a spiral, when we come back around to that same spot in the spiral, then sometimes those same issues come up on a different level, in a deeper way, in a more profound manner, so that we can really rectify on a very cellular, organic energy level whatever that rift was, whatever that rip was in our energy field, so to speak, in our fabric of our being. And so sometimes the same topic comes up, but the value of the meaning, the value of the work, the value of the healing is totally different. Totally different. You can really see it in people who've done a lot of personal development work and they've healed some childhood trauma or they've healed relationships with a parent. And then later on, something comes up with that parent again, and it's different. Because when you clear off some of the top layer and you change and evolve and grow, it's time for your soul to heal something even deeper. That's the way it rolls. So it's totally okay to know that life is not linear and life heals. We heal in a spiral. So loneliness doesn't leave us alone because part of the lesson of loneliness is soul connection, soul belonging. How connected am I to who I am, why I'm sucking air on earth on the deep soul level? Because that's that connection, that connection to my source and who I am and what I'm doing here. That's when the loneliness dissipates. So the moment, the moment I get tricked into thinking that the answer to my loneliness is out here somewhere, if only this person would call me, if only this thing would happen, if only something would change on the outside, it'll all be better. What well, might give temporary relief? That's not where the healing is. The actual bringing together, the actual healing is deep in our soul. So that loneliness that won't leave you alone is that reminder it's that reminder that you're going up in the spiral and it's really important to continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper within so that all the little tendrils, all the little parts of you that really need love and nurturing and care, get it from you, from your connection to the greater good. And one of the best ways I do that is in nature. Because um, the big trees, the gulf or the ocean, a big lake, the birds, little flowers, all of it brings me deeper into a connection with my part of this universe. Because what I believe is that every single one of us, yes, you, yes, me, all of us, 
We're vital puzzle pieces in the vast greatness of this universe. And it's important that you go and you get really connected to who you are and what your piece is so you can live it. So you can live it with beauty, and grace, and happiness. So I noticed for myself that the more I dive deep and the more I let that part of me really say yes to my part of the universe, loneliness doesn't follow me around. Goes away. But the moment I start looking outside of me for somebody else or something else outside of me to fix what's going on inside of me, in my heart, in my soul, that moment is when things go cattywampus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that loneliness comes back because loneliness is a disconnection. So the moment I change the channel, the moment I disconnect, or the moment I just stay distracted, woo everywhere, right? And then there's the static that comes in. That loneliness resurfaces to remind us of our essence, of who we are, and what we are here to do. Because life is not linear, my friends. Health is not the absence of sickness. Loneliness is not even your enemy. And all of the answers are inside. I always tell a story. I used to use this all the time when I ran um, substance abuse rehab centers. I used to say, you know, everybody here in this room, you're all looking outside of yourselves to the answer, to me and to other people. But it's kind of like you're bringing the groceries in and you throw the peas in the freezer and you start looking for your car keys. You can't find them anywhere. And you're out in the front yard looking for your car keys. And what I'm going to tell you is you left the car keys in the freezer with the peas. They're not where you're looking. It's not outside of the house. It's in you. Your answers are in you. Now, it's really good to have therapists maybe or a mentor like I do with people or coaches or whatever to help you dive in and go in and and open up all those rooms in your inner mansion and make friends with yourself and reclaim those parts of you that you've lost. That's the journey of being human. It's like you've been dropping breadcrumbs all along the way. You have a thousand piece puzzle and you've been dropping pieces all over and now it's time to go collect them. So it takes a lot of work. It takes effort. It takes faith and trust. It's not for the faint of heart. My first spiritual mentor, his name was David. He was an amazing man. He used to always say that the spiritual life is not for wimps. That if you're going to do the deep level of healing and relieve the loneliness, then takes courage and guts and grit and strength and faith and love and persistent effort. See, I've been on this journey myself for, I don't know, 30, 40 years of consistent following that, that spiral, following that spiral, following that spiral. And so you have a choice. You can be on the life spiral, heading up, Always learning, always growing in different ways. Even if some of the content appears the same, it's different lessons. Or you can jump over here to the death spiral and choose to devolve and feel worse and let self-pity and disconnection take you down. Now, personally, if I had my way, we would all choose a life spiral, but not everybody's going to. But what I do know is that if you're listening to me, you're probably wanting to choose a life spiral. 
So get some help, get some people to do it with you. And that's why I love my work because I walk the life spiral with people. And some days it's really beautiful and some days it's angsty and some days it's really hard and some days it's lonely. Here's the deal. We don't have to walk alone. You're not alone. There are people who get it. You know, that's why I even call this podcast Someone Gets Me because that's what people say after they work with me the first time. But I also think it's what it would have been nice that I had when I was four, five, six, ten years old to have somebody who got me in a way I could understand. it. I think my mother understood in some ways, but the communication didn't really connect. So when loneliness won't leave you alone, the answers are within you. I'm certain of it. You may not know exactly what room of that mansion within you they're in. At this moment, you may not know. But I promise you, if you take the time and you invest the effort and you allow someone who already has done it for themselves to support you, you too will see how, when you connect, that loneliness dissipates. So loneliness can become your friend by being a reminder that it's time to go within. Oh, I'm getting distracted by looking out here. Wait a minute, go within. Everything you need is within you. I assure you that. So I hope this episode has been supportive and helpful for you. Make sure you subscribe to the episode and ring the bell and share it with people, especially if you know somebody who is suffering with loneliness or that chronic sense that it won't go away, that existential, it just won't leave. Because I've had to work through that myself and I've helped hundreds, thousands of people get on the other side of chronic existential loneliness. So make sure that you offer solutions for people in a way that they can hear it. Sometimes a voice other than your own helps that. But please let me know if there's anything I can do. Make sure you leave me a comment, send me an email. You can check that in the show notes because that's what I'm here for, to remind every single one of us that we are all beautiful, we are all lovable, we are all capable. So I say to you, you're beautiful, you are lovable, you are capable. And that, my friend, is just true. Until the next episode, be well. Thank you for listening. I trust you gained some valuable inspiration and information. Please join me and other visionaries in the Someone Gets Me Facebook group. Or for more information on my services and additional episodes, visit someonegetsme.com. Again, thanks for listening.